presents Into the West, old-time radio westerns that share the stories of the men and women who claimed the West, the cowboys and ranchers, the gunslingers and gamblers, the lawmen and the lawbreakers. These are the tales of the frontier of the intrepid pioneers who ventured into the West. The hawk is on the wing. Come along, folks, and listen to his hawk be with a tale to tell. Come a yippee-yippee-yippee-yay. The hawk's whistle signals another exciting episode in the story of Hawk Larrabee, starring Elliot Lewis. Come a yippee-yippee-yippee-yay. There'll be trouble in Silver Bow so long as Utah Brannigan's allowed a free reign, brothers. And I'm taking the only way I know to stop him. Hawk, are you plumb out of your mind? Brannigan's tough as mesquite, and he's smart, too. His play of yours is leading right smack into his trump car. Maybe so, brothers, but my mind's made up. There's one thing sure about life on a cow pen ranch like mine up on Black Mesa. You get to know hard work by its first name. And rest is just a stranger you talk about but seldom meet face to face. The day after Christmas, my partner, Brazos John, and I were out with a small trail herd, and we were feeling kind of frisky because of the full day's rest we'd just had. Hey, Hawk! That was a darn nice Christmas present you picked out for me. You mean those 24 golden hours spent strictly horizontal? Yeah, uh-huh. That's what I picked out for you, too. Oh, that's no good. That means our presents canceled each other out. So let's get on to Carson Spur. Yeah. Well, ain't nothing else to do, I guess. Come on. That's it, brothers. We'll rest again next year. Oh, fine. We were waiting for our cattle to freshen up at a water hole when big Jim McMasters reined up alongside us in a shiny new buckboard. He was in a good mood, displaying a side of his nature that Brazos and I always figured he kept reserved for big brand ranches like himself. Uh, good morning, Larry. Brazos, John. Oh, morning. Mind if my team horns in for a drink? Oh, of course not, McMasters. Not if them fancy hornless horses of yours don't mind socializing with common ordinary cowpins, Doc. Now, I'm trying to be nice, Brazos. Why not? Well, Brazos didn't mean any offense. Just that you got a smart-looking brace of horses there. You're picking up a guest at the station, McMasters? In a way. The new parsons do in from Denver. My church opened Sunday, you know. Sunday? I heard tell all your lumber was burned before you started to build. Must have got a new load in mighty fast. I didn't have time to get new lumber, Larrabee. You see, I made a promise to open a church in Silver Bowl around Christmas. So I had to buy Cass Chadwick's old feed and grain building and have it remodeled. Temporary measure, you know. You never did find out who it was that set part of that there lumber, uh, did you, McMaster? That fire was an accident, Brazos. Nobody in Silver Bowl would try to stop me from opening a church. Not even a man who made his living running a saloon and gambling house? <laughs> you mean Utah Brannigan? Nonsense. Why, he even contributed the services of one of his men to work on the remodeling job. Is that so? Right nice of him, I'd say. Yes, well, I'll be pushing along now. See you again soon. Say, Sunday? In church? Well, you see, my denomination... Well, that's all right, McMasters. Brothers and I don't favor any special church anyway. Then why did you make a point of it? I suppose it's none of my business. Guess I've just been thinking about a new church in Silver Bowl. And most of the folks on the outside looking in. They'll get their own churches someday. Besides, who ever heard of mixing religious groups? I don't rightly know, McMaster. Your church, you can do as you like. Certainly it's my church, and I will do as I like. And let me remind you again about prying into my affairs, Hawk Larrabee. I won't stand for it, you hear? Come on, stand there. Hey, hey, don't look now, McMaster, but your reins is twisted. <laughs> 
And I thank you to mind your own business, too, Brother <laughs> You know something? You'll drive like that all the way to Carson Spur before he'll admit I was right. But which reminds me, Hawk, we better get this here trail herd to moving. Brothers, we're riding over to look over that church right away. But, Hawk, this beef is ready to be loaded. It can wait, brothers. One of Brannigan's men has been working on that church. That might mean trouble. Oh, maybe so, but I'm all for letting Big Jim McMasters roll his own hoop. So am I. But it's Brannigan I'm thinking about. He won't give up till he's dead certain there'll be no church of any kind in Silver Bow. If he's been up to any more tricks, the quicker we find out about it, the better. Well, now you put it that way, Hawk. I'm for turning the herd right around and getting out to that church. Pronto. Get up. A brisk wind started to blow when we rode through Silver Bow. By the time we reined up at the remodeled feed and grain building, it was blowing good and hard. Yeah. Well, the place looks all right from what I can see, Hawk. What you reckon this man of Brannigan's could have done? I don't know, brother. Let's have a look around inside. Oh, just a minute, Hawk. I've got me a sneaking hunch that this old place ain't none too strong on its feet. Yeah, I've been thinking the same thing, brother. Well, maybe it's just the way the wind sounds out here in the open. Well, come on. Let's get it over with. Inside, we saw that McMaster's had the place fixed up right proper. Neat rows of pews, a pulpit, good ventilation. High up at the far end, a choir loft, complete with pump organ. Hawk, I don't like this one darn bit. Just listen to that old wood creaking in the joint. Yeah. Well, I don't see much around here. Let me have a look up in that organ loft. Yeah. Hey, what's that? Somebody's up there, brothers. Come on down here. I got you covered. Get out! The whole place is falling! Run for your life, brothers! Brothers and I got out in the nick of time. We turned and saw just a pile of splintered old wood on the ground. Somewhere under it was the man who called to us from the organ loft. He couldn't possibly have been alive under that avalanche, but Brothers and I set to work. Pulling and tossing wood to our backs. Get this little... Hey, Hawk. Hawk, look down under here. I saw a body stretched out under a crazy pattern of twisted beams. We lifted away more wood. Finally reached a point where we were ready to pull him out. Hawk, look at there. I'll be dadgummed if there's even one single piece of lumber touching him. You're right, brothers. There's two crossed beams directly above him. They've left him in a clear space underneath. He may be alive. Yeah. Wouldn't that be a genuine miracle? Come on, let's get him out of there. All right. In a few minutes, we had him clear of the wreckage. He was alive. Somehow even unharmed. But out cold. Just look at him, Hawk. He ain't no more than 18 years old. Brannigan ain't particular how young he starts him off on a long trail. He's not one of Brannigan's string, brothers. Well, you're so sure, Hawk. Mm-hmm. Yeah, hold it, bro. Oh. He's coming, too. Oh, what happened? My head. Ah, uh, you're all right, young fella. Had a mighty lucky escape. What were you doing in that church? Uh, I've been working over to Crady's Wells for a house builder. Heard there was a job here on a church... I went inside and I was looking around and well, being acquainted with such things, I, I, I noticed where the cross beams looked weak. And, oh, now just take it easy now, sir. Well, I climbed up in the organ loft and then you come in and I got scared. Maybe I was trespassing. What about the beams? Anything more? I sure did. Main support beams sawed nearly through all the way. So that's what Brannigan was up to. 
He'd do anything to keep a church from being built in Silver Bow. Yeah. You sure are leading a charm life, son. Uh, what name you go by? Oh, I've been drifting so long. Seems all I can remember being called is Pilgrim. I guess that name suits me right enough. All right, Pilgrim. Is that the way you want it? Hey, Hawk, look young. What? Ain't that Mac Masters galloping this way? Hey, is that Parson with him? That's McMaster's all right, brother. But that's no parson with him. Only Top Smith, the marshal. Marshal? Well, what in the sun do you reckon? Something's up, brother. What happened, Hawk? Collapsed in the high wind, Bleak Top. Main support beams were sawed through. Deliberate. That's right. So I went up there. Larry, you did this. You didn't want my church to... Now, just hold on. We ain't been near your church for just a while ago, and we didn't touch it. I think it over for accusing Hawk and Brazos of a thing like this, McMaster. It's part of a complete plan. First burning my lumber, then doing away with the parson. Wait a minute. You went to Carson Spur to pick up the parson yourself, didn't you? Don't play innocent with me, Larry. The parson never got off the train, and you know why. You know anything about this, Bleak Top? Only that McMaster's came tearing into my office to tell me about it, Hawk. I figured maybe there was some mistake. Maybe the parson came in by coach and thought he was to meet McMaster's at the church. So he came down. But he's not here, Bleak Top. And I demand that you make an arrest. I think we'd be better off talking this thing over first in my office. It's a good idea, Bleak Top. I suggest you get Utah Brannigan in on the conversation, too. Brannigan? What's he got to do with it? Plenty, to my way of thinking. <laughs> Larry's just trying to shift the blame to an innocent man, Marshal. Now, you know a hawk ain't that kind, McMasters. I'll call in Brannigan. Be at my office in a half hour. Come on, McMasters. You'll pay for this, Larry. Hmm. Well, I'll him. McMasters really thinks that we done it. Oh, he's just on the prod on account of not being able to play the big man at a church opening Sunday. Oh, it's Brannigan we've got to worry about. Yeah, but trying to hang anything on him just like trying to hang a nightshirt onto a cloud. Maybe I could help. I-, I saw where the beams were cut. Say, I nearly forgot about you, son. Oh, thanks, Pilgrim. That wouldn't prove it was Brannigan who'd done it. Uh, you feel up to a ride back to my ranch on Black Mesa? Well, sure, but I'd rather stay with you and see how this comes out. No, you just do like Hulk says, huh? When Brazos and I walked into the marshal's office, Brannigan was already there with Bleak Top and McMasters. I told Brannigan here what's happened, Hawk. If you're accusing him, lay your cards on the table. I'm still building my hand, Bleak Top. But meantime, I got two aces to show. One, Brannigan is the only one who stands to lose money. Maybe every cent he's got if a church gets started in Silver Ball. My dad told me before he died that Utah Brannigan was run out of Modoc City by the church back there. And that Brennigan swore he'd never leave himself open to the same risk again. <laughs> now, look, Larrabee. I admit a church would cut into my business, but I wouldn't stake myself out against it, especially the rough way it's being done. I was run out of Modoc City, yeah. Well, by a rival gambling outfit, not by the church. A man who's yellow enough to hire pack rats to do his dirty work will be yellow enough to get down on his knees when the going gets rough and talk to save his neck. Well, don't forget, you were the one seen at the church this afternoon, Larrabee. And maybe trying to put it on me proves you're the one who's yelling. Not, not in my office, Larrabee. Get your hands off him. You put that gun away, Brazos, John. Well, we're getting no place fast around here. I can see that. Well, somebody's got to pay for what's been done. Somebody's guilty. Yeah, you're right, McMasters. Here you are, Larrabee. I'm handing you $5,000 in cash. I was about to say I'm giving that money to Larrabee as trustee to build the finest church in the West right here in Silver Bowl. That ought to make my position clear, Marshal. Trying to buy off cheap, Brannigan. Didn't hear anything about your agreeing to stop working undercover against the church. I'll assume that, Hawk. You see that there's a church built, 
And when it is, I'll consider the whole case closed. Fair enough? Uh, that sounds fair enough to me. Well, i got to hurry back to my place. Adios, gentlemen. It was getting dark by the time Brazos and I started back for the ranch. We took the trail at an easy lope. I could tell Brazos was bristling inside over being sucked in by Utah Brannigan's play. From the looks of the ranch house, when we reached the front door, it seemed the pilgrim had already turned in. Put on a light, will you, Brazos? Stay where you are. Don't draw. You're covered six ways. What's a brother? Why, ain't nobody getting away with this kind of shenanigans. Come on, you boys! I guess that takes care of everything, boys. Let's go. When I came to, the lamp was on. Brazos was kneeling over there. Hey, Hawk. Hawk, you done it. What, Brazos? The $5,000, it's gone. Well, I knew now why Utah Brannigan scooted out of the marshal's office so fast. To get that string of pack rats out to the ranch ahead of Brazos and me. We found the pilgrim with a bad bunch left him, tied up and gagged in the back bedroom. And when we set him free and told him everything that happened, the kid got so hepped up about the whole church situation that he was fit to be tied all over again. Seemed he wanted to see a church in Silver Bowl more than anything in the world. And Brazos couldn't quite savvy why. I'll be doggone if this ain't a strange kid, Hall. First I ever seen of his age ready to bust a leg running to church. You aiming to be a parson someday, Phil? Well, if I ever get to learning, I'd like to be a parson in a one-church town, which I wouldn't give a hang to preaching no other kind. Well, there I could sort of bring folks together under one roof. Oh, maybe there'd be some who'd object to mixing faiths. Pilgrim, you'll have your church someday. I hope it's right here in Silver Ball. Turn if I ain't got me a notion to maybe sometime to come and listen to you preach. Uh, this ain't getting us down to Marshall's and telling him what happened that 5000 though. Well, telling the Marshall would only be the same story all over again. No proof Brannigan did it. Well, the Pilgrim's right, Buzzers. You and I are paying a little call on Mr. Brannigan first. I've got a hunch this time we're coming out winners. I was hoping for a good fight with the lights on to make up for that bushwhack. Let's lope, son. The gold bar house was going full blast when Brazos and the Pilgrim and I pushed through the swinging doors. Utah Brannigan was riding herd on a roulette wheel. Oh. Hello, Larrabee. Try your luck? Gambling's not what I came here for, Brannigan, but you give me an idea. Oh, no, Hall. The customer wants to pay off an IOU over at the bar. All right. Excuse me, Larrabee. I'll be right back. Hawk, are you plumb out of your mind or something? Play that wheel in public and you lay it smack in Brannigan's lap to claim you lost the 5,000 church money of gambling. I know, Brazos. I just decided to ride a peculiar hunch. Oh, but the odds is hiring a hound back against you, you cave uh, Brazos, Brannigan's coming. Well, Araby, made up your mind yet? Because I know how happy it'll make you, yes. I'm piking $10 on the... Whenever you like, Pilgrim. Jasper's risking $10? Oh, it ain't no risk, son. It's just a mortal low-down cinch in favor of the house. <laughs> you know, Brazos is right. What number do you like, son? Oh, well, uh, the nine. Uh-huh. Ten dollars on the nine. All right, round she goes. Where she stops, nobody knows. Well, nine red, out low, third column, first twelve. There you are, Larrabee. Uh-huh. $350. Oh, he ain't gonna have it long, Pilgrim. This is just to come on. You Let it ride on the nine, Brian. Uh, you can't pyramid your bets, Larrabee. Have to pinch you down to the ten dollar limit, my friend. All right. The nine, it's a repeater. Well, I'm a wall-eyed tow truck. I'll pike another ten on the same number, Brannigan. Uh, your luck's due for a change. How about moving your bet, huh? Hawk got you going south, Brannigan? No, not at all, Brazos. He won't win on the nine three times and running. Uh, I'll tell you what I'll do. From here on in, the roof's off. Tell you what I'll do. 
You can place my bet for me. Uh, be glad to oblige. And let's see. 300 on the double O. Here she goes. I've never seen so much money, Brian. Well, just keep your fingers crossed and hope to see a lot more in that wheel stop. Oh, there she is, a double O. It pays 35 to one. Man, old man. Well, by now, I was sure my hunch about the pilgrim was right. After a while, the money that was piled up in front of me looked like enough to buy Texas. Brannigan's face was as white as a miller's. The pilgrim stood there with his mouth hanging open like a kid seeing things at night. Brazos just scratched his head and grinned. <laughs> Brannigan, I've seen fellers dead for two weeks that look better than you look right now. Is there uh, something annoying you, my friend? No, nothing at all, Brazos. I'm a gambler. I'll tell you what I'll do, Larrabee. I'll spend you for double or nothing. And keep on spending till you win, mate. Sorry, Brannigan. I'm through for the night. Look, uh, Larrabee, can't we talk this over in my office? Sure. Wait for me here, brothers. And keep an eye on the pilgrim. All right, I'm doing the talking this time, Brannigan. Except for 5000 you can have your money back. If you let me get that church built. Uh, sure, Larrabee, I never had any intention... Stop play of... acting. There's something else I want. The use of the gambling room out there for church services tomorrow. Yeah, sure, I'm glad to let you have it, but uh, there's no parson. I got someone to conduct the services. He's young, but he preaches grown-up ideas. Now, get out there and send everybody home. Oh, all right. But you're interfering with my business. When Brannigan called off play for the night, he got plenty of beefs from the losers in the all-night crowd. Razos and the Pilgrim and I stood by in case of trouble. It came. All right. Listen to me, everybody. The play's over, that's all. Uh, you can't put me off, Brannigan. I'm 200 in the hole, and I'm staying till I win it back. Maybe I have to show the gent to the door, just sociable like her. Keep out of it, brother. You keep out of here, Potter. I don't want any dirty sheepmen in my place anyway. Now get out and stay out. Sure, Brannigan, I'll get out. You won't see me no more. You won't be seeing nothing no more. Potter drew a long knife. His arm went back. Somebody dashed up to jump and caught the blade full in the chest. Brazos fighting his hip, and Potter felt like it was pushed. It all happened so fast, I didn't notice who it was stopped the knife. Now Brazos was kneeling over him. Hey, Hawk, quick! Pilgrim, the fool kid. He, he saved my life. Let's get him into the back room. Come on. The Pilgrim was unconscious while we put him easy across a few chairs. Looked like a sure bet he wouldn't last till morning, but he hung on. Brazos and I sitting by him all night. When dawn came up, we realized that Brannigan had been there with us all the time. You saved my life, Laramie. I never saw such spunk. Brannigan, you ought to get down on your knees and beg to be taken instead of him. You were right. You, you build your church. I, I won't interfere. Get out of here, Brannigan. Start fixing up the place for the service. All right, Laramie. Brazos left the room right after Brannigan. Tell everybody it's about the prayer meeting. I looked at the pilgrim. His eyes were open. Guess you... Guess you stopped Brannigan, eh, Hawk? You stopped him, young fella. Only way it could have been stopped, I guess. Who's gonna conduct prayer meeting today, Hawk? You are, pilgrim. When you get feeling better, I'm sending you off to school to see... <laughs> pilgrim? Thanks, Hawk. I stayed in the room till Brazos returned. Then he took me into the gambling hall to show me how the folks had turned out. The place was jam-packed with every man, woman, and child in Silver Bow, including Utah Brannigan, Big Jim McMaster. I climbed up on a faro table. Stood behind a makeshift pulpit. <coughs> Talking isn't my long suit, as most of you folks know. But there is something I want to tell you. 
There was a man born to do something fine in his lifetime. For this town and its people. He died very young. But he accomplished his purpose. He made it certain... <clears throat> he made it certain that a church will be built. Finest church in the West. Right here in Silver Bow. For all of you. <laughs> so, uh... So I think it's fitting that we devote this meeting to a prayer of thanks to the one who gave his life that a church might come to Silver Bow. Well, it's just three months now since we put him up here on Boot Hill, Hall. Now Silver Bow's got a church. Got a church just like you'd be wanting to preach in and sell. Brothers, ever strike you that he gave more to a place he didn't even know? than most men give to their hometowns in a whole lifetime. It's a heap of giving, if you ask me. We got some fence riding to do, Hall. Yeah, that's right, brother. Adios, Pilgrim. We'll be back. It's a mighty wide loop that Hawk Lair of Beast Road, but it's all well that ends well as the old says. 